Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we have a sabotage mock draft. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football. I am your host, Ron Seymour, joined today by JJ and Joe. As usual, Ryan isn't here because he's a loser. Um, right? That's that's the only reason. He just having a loser. An, that's having sim- an after-school special. After-school yeah. special. That's that's simply it, and I'm getting a sick pleasure out of keeping our old man Ron up right now, so let's try to help for as long as possible. He's got uh Ryan's got to have milk and cookies, so he he can't he can't join the podcast tonight. Honestly, I think he's just sick of losing all these mock drafts. So uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get him in one before September actually rolls around. Doubtful, right. but we can try. Yeah, like we'll probably have. I mean, we he's... may have one more draft uh, mock draft next week, and then it's kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, with him. I mean, he's kind of got to battle JJ in the tight end faceoff now, so. It, it needs to happen. He needs to get on here at least one more time before September. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no new voicemails. I blame the heckling fandom. They're really not showing up. What, what the hell, guys? Really? Yeah. I mean, come on. I know we have like 45 subscribers on YouTube. Like, one of you guys could leave a voicemail. It's not difficult. You just go to www.garbagetimeff.com, hit the little button, leave a voicemail. It's great. It's great. It'll give us content. Call in and yell at us. Yeah. I may have to make another prank call if we don't get any more. Right? What prank call? <laughs> My mis- famous Mr. Trubisky call. No, that's, that was a secret. We weren't telling anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a real person, guys. It wasn't just JJ. Yeah. Other yeah. people out there believe that about Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> All right. Oh. Moving right along, let's get into the news. News updates. Well, we absolutely wrecked the shit out of the news yesterday, so there's actually not that much we need to update today. There's only uh, two stories, really, that we need to talk about. Can we talk about about first how Ron hates on the news update drop, and he definitely just got caught boogieing there to the beat of the news drop? It's not the the initial part I don't like. it. It's the voice afterwards. He he loves the work that I put into that, see? So initially initially he used that noise for our court trial of Ryan – when he was sucking in the league last year, no, and then it leads into oh, was that a different one? It yeah, it's very, close. it's very similar, but it's different. Okay. Anyway, so it kind of sounds like that, and then it leads into the segment that he really hates. So you know, he's just gonna have to roll with it. It's a part of it. I spent a lot of damn time on it, making it look nice. So it's a part of the show. It's integrated. It's part of it, it now. Well, I'm definitely not gonna search for a new uh, <laughs> sound. Like that's way too much for me. That well, would take you, me probably five minutes, and I just don't want to do it. So well, you search for a new sound. I'm not updating it into the image, so that's in protest. It's staying. <laughs> you can figure out how to do that shit if you do it. All right. Into the news. Let's go. All right. So uh, something that was kind of uh, predetermined, as JJ pointed out in our chat earlier, Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter of the Denver Broncos, which uh, actually I think is pretty interesting because he's got a pretty good repertoire with Repertoire. And for some reason, I just buffered out. I don't know what that what was up with that. Yeah, all talking about your FiOS and everything, and then there you go, buffering out. Buffering out. Anyway, yeah, so he's got a good repertoire with Jerry Judy. Um, and I think he's going to – You Waller. I think he's going to fit a very similar role to uh, DJ Moore did with the Panthers, and I really like what Judy could do with him this year. Uh, yeah, Jerry Judy actually was open quite a bit last year, and – Drew Locke just wasn't able to get him the ball. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, while not a super great quarterback, he is fairly accurate, especially on like the shorter throws. Mm-hmm. So I think Jerry Judy could be a PPR monster. I just, I don't think he'll be like, I don't think he'll ascend to like a wide receiver one or anything, but he could be a solid wide receiver two for you. 
He, he does fall into that second gear wide receiver that could take that jump, and there's a lot of them this year. Um, they, they, all these guys come from that excellent draft class of Flasher, which could be an historically great one. And I think JJ's got a lot to say about this. Well, I think he could ascend to a wide receiver one, even though my hate for Teddy Bridgewater is on record. Uh, he just doesn't <laughs> score touchdowns. Yeah. He, I don't think he's ever surpassed 15 touchdowns in a season. But he last year he had DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both go over a thousand yards. So I yeah, mean so. that could happen with Sutton and Judy. And uh Judy is just probably top three, if not the best route runner in the NFL, and he's a lot faster than people think. Like, I know a lot of people said he was the best route runner in the NFL just coming out of college. Yeah. And Sutton, I I mean, there's reports out of Broncos camp that he's not where he was before and he's mm-hmm. You know, he's not back yet. So no. definitely an opportunity for Judy. People I can see think. that offense sustaining two wide receiver number twos, though. I think, honestly, that's Jerry yeah. Judy's floor, which, you know, he's got the upside here. Uh, he could be the animal in this offense. And I think Bridgewater is going to have good chemistry with him. Hope so. I got a lot of shares of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of jerseys, I got my Elijah Vera Tucker jersey from. Um, no one uh, said Christmas. anything about jerseys. I, I got a jersey. I, just the way you said it, it reminded me I got a jersey today. It's uh, from less than reputable sources, but damn, does it look good. Uh, anyway, we'll move on to the next story. Trevor Lawrence uh, was declared as the starter for the Jaguars. That was inevitable, um, predetermined, as I believe Bridgewater was for the other job, as J.J. laid out. Um, as for fantasy value here, too, I see him more as a QB, too. I don't think he's going to send the numbers of a QB1 this year. Uh, he's Showing struggles already early as a rookie, even with preseason. I mean, his coaching staff doesn't help that. He's obviously got the talent, um, but I think he's going to be better long-term as opposed to right away. Yeah, he should have gone back to Clemson. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. Like, just looking at – I mean, I know it's preseason, but what Urban Meyer's running and just his narrative of Gardner Minshew's a quarterback competition, like it's just all old-school stuff that – I think defensive coordinators can figure out pretty quickly, so it's going to be interesting to see how Lawrence adapts. But, I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't throw for over 4,000 yards. So we'll right. see what happens. Ron, any thoughts on that? No. I I won't take a rookie QB unless they have significant rushing upside. Trevor Lawrence can move, but – if I'm taking my shot on a rookie quarterback this year, it's going to be Justin Fields or Trey Lance. And in our last little bit of news, which I said we have two, I'm a liar. We have three. Uh, Sony Michelle was traded from the Patriots to the Rams for a sixth and fifth and sixth round pick. Um, what this is going to do is Henderson did have a thumb injury, but he's actually practicing already with it. So that's not going to really affect him where it's going to affect someone is especially in dynasty leagues for people who picked up Xavier Jones and took, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the other back up there. Jake but anyway, Funk. Yeah, Funk. Jake. Yeah, Mr. Funk. It's really going to put a hamper on those two oh. guys' ability to actually produce this year. Um, so if you're in a dynasty league, I would highly consider dropping them even now and picking up something with more value. Um, I think I might wait a little bit on Xavier Jones to see if he does anything in maybe week one. But after that, if he doesn't do anything, I'm throwing him back in the pool. I wouldn't in dynasty. No, I'm throwing him back in dynasty. Michelle's only on a one only has one year left on his deal, so yeah. it could just be a rental that you know a contract year. He's going to try and get paid in the off season. So and Cam Akers with that Achilles, I we said it or I've said it before. Like no one's no running back has really come back from an Achilles yet. I know Cam Akers is probably one of the younger ones, mm-hmm. but Dante or Dante Foreman there, he suffered an Achilles injury. I think his first year in the league, and he. Didn't he just get cut by the Falcons? Like, no, Hawkins no, he did. He's not. He's still on the team right now. Oh, Jamie Hawkins got cut. Yeah, he did. That's your superstar, but, man. But this no, is. I indicative. said he could get cut. <laughs> you took him in dynasty. <laughs> I, I trusted you, man. Never do that again. <laughs> so here's the other aspect of that, though. Too, you guys are forgetting. Yes, maybe for a long term outlook, you might like. Xavier Jones, but if they're willing to make the trade for Sony Michelle and trade away that draft capital, which they don't have a lot to begin with, they obviously don't believe in what they've got back there. And I think they've seen what they've got and don't believe it's going to work. Um, Henderson is there, so you don't know if he's going to be a long-term option for them. It depends on how good he's going to do this season. Um, Akers is going to be working his way back for well over a year from that injury. He may not ever be the same again. 
But uh, I really think they're going to go a different direction if they don't bring those two guys back and Sony Michelle doesn't work out. Or do yourself a favor and drop Xavier Jones and add Tony jo- Tony Jones, <laughs> like some smart people have already done. Yeah, was yeah, it you? Yeah, in both our <laughs> leagues. He did that pretty early. I saw him play that first preseason game. Like this, this is their number two running back. Yeah. All right. I think with that, now we can move into the sabotage mock draft. Uh, this sabotage. Is the, sabotage. This is the biggest draft weekend of the entire year for most people. Um, but going forward, there will be drafts all the way into early September. But we want to give you a mock draft this week and the following week to give you the most updated lists. And it'll be very interesting to see where Robinson goes this uh, part of the draft and if we let anyone actually have him, depending on the sabotages. Ron, do you want to tell people how the sabotage draft works if they've never seen it? All right, if this is your first introduction into our sabotage mock draft, we each have two sabotages where if someone makes a pick, we can decide that they don't get to make that pick and they have to pivot to another player. This is nice because it makes you think on your feet. Uh, I know in real drafts you can't get sabotaged on your pick, but you can very much get sabotaged a pick before or a couple picks before. So this this really... uh, plays into make sure you have more than one choice ready before your pick. In fantasy football, it's called getting sniped, and you're likely to get sniped in your draft, and you don't want to have be completely brain-dead on your pick. So right. thinking on your feet is what this does. So practice this, and it's fun as shit to screw your friends over with it. All right. Remember, we're on YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we, where you could see our draft board. We are sharing it right on the screen. There it is. Doesn't it look beautiful, gentlemen? Love uh, it. We are using the Sleeper platform which we have been using most of this off season. I don't think we've used a different one at any point. Maybe um, draft wizard once. I, can't I don't remember. remember. Definitely. I know you like guys, I year. know you guys did a mock draft without me at one point. So I don't we know. We did use draft did. wizard. Me and JJ ended up using it. And then uh, we were going to use ESPN this off season, but our dictator of commissioner Ron has moved us over to sleeper. So we're ready to go. It's a better platform. <laughs> it is. All right. We are ready to go. So, we have uh, Joe at pick number five, JJ at pick number eight, and I'm at pick number 11. So let's see what these damn computers do. PPR. Yes, I remember. All right. So first thing, Saquon Barkley, 101. What the, what the F? Oh, my goodness. Christian McCaffrey, 102. Delvin Cook at the three and Alvin Kamara at the four. And then Joe is on the clock well, for the first time ever. Delvin uh, Cook does not fall to Joseph yeah. McCann. Yeah, during a sabotage mock draft. Yeah. Um, it's nice that Team One uh, likes crack rocks and seems to like to you know light up. Speaking <laughs> oh, of Saquon Barkley, is yeah, obviously it's Ron right there, the Giants fan number one picking oh, Saquon Barkley. Um, so we have Ron there picking Saquon Barkley at number yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Team number two, Christian McCaffrey, Delvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. This could very well be your top four um, because there would be some Homer people who like Saquon. So. In this spot here, too, there's typically five running backs you can look at. One of them is not Saquon, so that leaves me with the availability of two in this spot. Um, I see that being Derrick Henry and, honestly, Aaron Jones. I'm also a big fan of Eckler. But I think in this spot, because it's a PPR league, I may actually tend to go for Aaron Jones in this spot. I've been rising on him, and I really like him in this spot. So if this bullshit committee in front of me lets me take him, I would like to take Aaron Jones with the fifth pick. Do yourself the disservice and take him. Yeah, that's fine with me. All right. Aaron Jones with the fifth overall pick of this sabotage draft. All right. And after Aaron Jones went Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I feel like his ADP is starting to rise again after the news of Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson going to be playing week one. He's back up more where he was before that news. Yeah, it's because uh, the Colts were playing, you know, uh, anti-spy shit over there lying about the injuries, I think. But yeah, interesting how that happened. All right, JJ is on the clock. Yeah, um, seven straight running backs here, so I'm going to follow suit. And uh, there's two running backs I like here. I like both Chubb and Elliott. Um, This is a PPR draft, so I think Elliott's going to catch a lot more passes and his offense is going to put up bigger numbers. So I would like to take Ezekiel Elliott here. Uh, I'm good with it. You can take that half-shirted bastard if you'd like. (laughs) Half-shirted. All right, after Ezekiel Elliott went Nick Chubb and then Tyreek Hill is the first wide receiver off the board. That's disgusting because he wasn't even in my top four or five, but okay. 
And this is the point of the draft where it gets really hard to do the strategy that I want to do in these drafts. That's right. This is usually where Ron does something really out of left field and moronic. So let's hear it, Ron. Well, I, I really want to get, like, I've been approaching every draft. I want three top running backs. Um, and it is really hard, I found, from the 11th spot to do that and not reach for someone. So I'm going to take the positional advantage here, and I'm going to draft Travis Kelsey. Ooh. If oh. that's okay. Are we going zero running back strategy during this again? I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out if you get sabotaged in the second round and end up with no running backs. <laughs> well, I got to know if I'm getting sabotaged in this round. No, you can take Kelsey. I'm cool with it. All right. I'll take Travis Kelsey. After Travis Kelsey went Devontae Adams, awesome, excellent, as the footballers call him, Austin Eckler. Uh, I like that. And then I'm on the clock again. And here again, the running backs I'm looking at, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, You know what? There's a really obvious choice here. I mean, come on. That running back? Is that what you mean? Yeah. You're talking J.K. Dobbins. No, 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 no. I am not. I am very high on J.K. Dobbins, but I am not in this spot. Not for your team. J.K. Dobbins has a higher floor of outcomes than this specific running back. I am higher than him than this specific running back, but I think – there's much less of a fall off with this guy, and I think you should take him here considering your team. My team. I have one player. <laughs> considering you took Kelsey. Uh, I want workload. I'm going to go with Najee Harris here. Well, duh, that was the pick. You made them a smart one. I'll let you go with it. All right. Concur. Concur. All right. After Najee Harris went, DK Metcalf, Stefan Diggs. And now JJ's back on the clock. Yeah, so I uh, landed one of the one of my top five running backs in my rankings. So I feel like I have a little bit of flexibility here. Um, I think I'm going to dip into the receiver pool here and take Ron's wide receiver one. I do agree with that assessment that he made on yesterday's episode that uh, Ridley could be wide receiver one. So. I'm pitching Calvin Ridley. I agree with that too. And I think he's one of the only three guys in the league that it can actually come with that outcome. So you making the smart pick here. I'm cool with it. Yep. Go ahead. Excellent. After Calvin Ridley, the first quarterback, Patrick Holmes, Joe Mixon, then Joe is on the clock. Gee, I wonder who he's going to take here. Well, you know, this is a sabotage draft and we have to give different outcomes and I can't do the same shit every episode. Right. So um, this is PPR. And this running back is thought to have a lot of work in the passing game. And I am a very big proponent of taking running backs that have a lot of passing work and taking them early and often, unless someone screws me over here, which kind of seems very likely. Um, So actually I think I'm going to take Antonio Gibson. If you boys actually let me take him. Do I have your blessing? Go for it. Yeah, go ahead. Just because I know he won't make it back to me regardless of whether I, So in in the second round with my pick, I'm taking Antonio Gibson. And I've got some PPR monsters now in my offense. After Antonio Gibson went DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, J.K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Swift, who we talked about at length yesterday, did not take in the third round. Well, now we are back to me again. So uh, at this spot here, I'm looking at what there is at – Running back, and there's still a lot of value of a bunch of guys that are meshing in there. So I think I'm going to go look at the wide receiver pool where there's still a few top 10 wide receivers here. Um, and at the top two here are two that I actually ended up with in our auction draft, Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson. Uh, Justin Herbert is going to go absolutely insane with Keenan Allen here. We were talking about PPR monsters, and he is going to be hyper-targeted by Justin Herbert. So if the committee allows me, I will take Keenan Allen here. Yeah, that's fine. Because I, I don't let you take Keenan Allen. You'll just take Allen Robinson. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, after Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Mike Evans, and now JJ. Uh, yeah, JJ's back on the clock. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a very predictable person when this. Oh, can I guess? I bet you it's David Montgomery. 
<laughs> I take him in the second round in mocks. The guy's going to touch the ball 300 times. And again, I don't know if you heard. I, you did listen to last episode where I said I'm rising on David Montgomery. <laughs> like the Bears' offense is starting to intrigue me a little bit, which is probably going to bite me in the ass. Yeah, but... Nagy's a coach, so I, would, I don't yeah. know about that. But he's going to get his touches here, and Montgomery's more talented than people give him credit for. So, yeah, am I allowed to take him for like the millionth time in every single mock draft? Do it, man. Do it. You know what? His heart is in the right place with that there. So, yeah, take Montgomery. I, again, can't believe I was allowed to take him. All right. After that was Josh uh, Josh Allen, then Josh Jacobs. And then I'm on the clock. Uh, this pick here is easy for me. It's Allen Robinson. Um, I think he's far and away the best pick here. The running backs that are left. Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson. I'm not super high on either one of those guys. I think Allen Robinson is the pick here. Boys. Well, you know, that would be way too easy. So how about you hit that little button for me, Ron, <laughs> that I made for you? Because you're sabotaging. I cut you off. Yeah, so this is absolutely right. This is what happens to you in your draft. You're looking on the barrel of your gun. And you're going, Alan Robinson is the obvious pick here. And then someone in front of you snipes his ass. So that's equivalently what's happening to Ron here. So, Ron, pick someone else because he's not available to you. Now I can't even find my pen to mark off your sabotage because I hate you. How many do we have? Two? Two. Yeah, two. Son of a monkey. That was, yeah, that was a really good pick. That would have been really balanced. I mean, it may still come back to you, but right, I'm going and... to reach here. I'm going to go someone with tons of upside. <laughs> uh, I do believe he could finish as the number one wide receiver. Me and Joe talked about it yesterday. Both players on this team could finish as number ones. I'm going to take CD Lamb. Is that okay? Excellent pick. All right. Good recovery. You made the right choice. All right. After CD Lamb, with Aaron Robinson and Chris Carson. <laughs> Now, right now, I've got Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris, and CeeDee Lamb. I've got pretty good players, I believe, at every single position. I don't know if I can go again without another running back. By the time it comes all the way back to me, I, you know what? No, I'm not going to play that game. I decided. I'm going to reach a little bit more here. And I'm going to take Kyler Murray. Go for I like it. The, I like that pick. All right. That's, that's a smart pick. Go for it. Ron's got a little bit of everything on his team now. That's right. Yeah. See? He's, he's going a little bit balanced. He's saying he wants a three running back strategy like I like to do. It is, it is hard at this position. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's hard at the 11. Because you're reaching. You're reaching for players and hoping like, I don't know. Especially when your buddies fuck you over and sabotage right, yeah. and then you're really reaching. After Kyler Murray went Amari Cooper and Julio, and now JJ's on the clock. Yeah, so there's a couple guys I like here. Um, I like the receivers in this range. I like I both, both Rams receivers are available, like Cup and Woods. DJ Moore is intriguing, but um, I think I'm going to go RB again here. Um, there's a ton of young receivers that I really like that I can get later. So I'm going to try and stock up on the running back position if I'm allowed to. This guy has been one of the craziest draft stocks of the preseason. His stock went way down. Now it's back up. I never really wavered on him because I watched the Bears' first game against the Dolphins. Uh, Miles Gaskin is clearly the most talented running back in that backfield, and he's going to get a lot of passing work from Tua. So I want to take Miles Gaskin here in the fourth round. I'm totally fine with that because I'm still not high on Miles Gaskins. I think he's going to have a disappointing season because I think he's going to be reduced to a committee back. Um, so that's something that we're going to debate through the season, and hopefully I won't be found wrong on that, like other quarterback topics that I have been recently, but that's for something <laughs> else for a later day. So, yeah, you have my blessing. Yeah, I'm good with it. After Miles Gaskins – Gaskin, you got me. Joe's, now, yeah, I was Joe. gonna say. Yeah. Uh, Miles Rubbing Sanders, then Chris Godwin, now Joe's up. All right. So I am a big fan and always have been of uh, taking the running backs early and often. So Darrell Henderson is staring me in the face. The thumb injury does not scare me. 
Um, so if these two bastards in front of me let me take Darrell does Henderson. Does Sony Michelle scare you? Sony Michelle does not scare me. Um, I believe they brought him in as insurance because they don't like what's going on behind him. And the Rams run the ball a shitload. So I think they can still operate with him as a number one running back there. So I have no problem with taking him in the fourth round in this spot because, you know, if he dips off a little bit, I've got Aaron Jones and Antonio Gibson, so I'll be fine. So if you guys let me, Darrell Henderson in the fourth round. I'm fine with it. You just sabotaged yourself. Ooh, so Bullshit. You did it by taking your guy. Went Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Lamar Jackson. (sighs) DJ Moore, Russell Wilson, Mark Andrews, Robert Woods, and Kyle Pitts. Now Joe's back on the clock. He's probably so sad Kyle Pitts got drafted. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not actually. I don't like taking tight ends this early. Um, auction is a little bit of a different story because I was, you know, really hoping to get Kyle Pitts, but I spent all my other money on uh, certain other wide receivers from the 49ers. But uh, I'm going to go dip in the well a little bit here. So you need to take running backs early, but that means you need to pack on the wide receivers towards the mid part of your draft here. So I'm looking at someone who is a favorite in Pittsburgh right now, uh, Deontay Johnson. I think he's a good value there. I think Big Ben looks pretty good this offseason, and I would be very hesitant to not get sabotaged here. Hit him, Ron. Hit him, Ron. Deontay Johnson. Hit him. Yeah, I so, kind of had to on that one. So, yeah, obviously I got sniped by that master because Ron is a big fan of Deontay Johnson. I think we'd like to take was it. Was it Ron or was it my sabotage? Because I was calling for it too. Oh, if you, it's your sabotage. You, you were telling me to do it. <laughs> All right, so that's JJ's sabotage then, I guess. All right, so Deontay Johnson is off the board here, and I'm still looking at wide receiver, and I am very big on Brandon Ayuk right now. Um, I think he is going to be an outbreak in the second part of the year. Uh, and it, I mean, in his second season. And I think he's going to look fantastic in that 49ers offense. So Brandon Ayuk in this pick, if I don't get sabotaged again, hit him, Ron. No, you want you want to waste your second one? Yeah. Alrighty then. Well, when you get fucked, well, when you get fucked once, you get fucked twice. So how is it always someone's getting double sabotaged on one of these every uh, time? It's just, it has to it, happen. It's just so fun and you know unappealing to me right now. But now I'm My, gonna need to get a little bit creative. And Joe you know, yesterday was bashing Thielen, saying he's old as shit, and Jamar Chase <laughs> is now he's scrambling down on his list. What the hell do I do? Michael Thomas is still there. Yeah, not doing that. Uh, not taking Chase with the new shit coming up with him. Uh, Galladay sucks. What's well, Galladay? You know, he's just not what? in a great position. Let, let's go with T. Higgins in this spot here. Another second oh. year riser. Um, I don't think I'm going to get fucked over by Ron here. I might. It's possible we haven't had a triple sabotage yet. But uh, can I take T. Higgins in this spot? Oh, yeah, I suppose. I really don't want to let you, but. All right, T. Higgins, T. Higgins in the fifth round. I, I'm i really rising on T. Higgins. I always thought he was the better pick than Jamar Chase anyways. <laughs> All right, after T. Higgins went Cream Hot, Adam Thielen, JJ's on the clock. So is it going to be Deontay or Brandon Ayuk? <laughs> yeah, those are the guys of mine. So I like both those receivers. Uh I would like to take Deontay Johnson. Uh, he's kind of a target machine for Big Ben. And Ben looked good this preseason. And it doesn't look like they really skipped a beat. So, <laughs> I, love, I love that drop. I think cutting the people off right in the middle of it is the best thing you could possibly yeah, you have the ultimate power. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. So Deontay Johnson is falling down draft boards for some reason, and it's not mine or JJ's fault. <laughs> well, it's kind of my fault. Uh, <laughs> I would like to take Brandon Ayuk. Joe already did another job, a great job explaining that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, unless Joe, uh, Joe has one more sabotage left. 
No, we need more entertainment later for this draft. So <laughs> you, can, you can take Brandon Ayuk. So Brandon Ayuk went Jamar Chase, TJ Hawkinson. I'm on the clock. Uh, it's here. This is this is the spot I'm willing to do it right now. I will uh, hopefully be taking James Robinson. Mm. I need a second running. Let, let me uh, explain my case for taking him in the fifth round here. I need a second running back. I don't believe he's going to get the volume that he had last year. I do believe this. Hey, hey, Ron, you know what happens when you allow someone else to log into your information? They also have control of the sabotage board. So uh, it's nice to cut you off there. I may uh, have to log everybody in there. We may have to log everybody in just so that we can all do it because this is just too great. This um, is the best. All right. This has been really fun, but we're all out of sabotage now. So can we all have one more for this episode? Uh, because this I is fun shit. No, 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 no. Ron, I so still have one. Ron, Ron, how about we? Get, you get two and me and JJ get one because this is fun as shit. Um, all right. So I'm back okay, to so three now? <laughs> you have – no, you had one left. You oh, I get one. We so you have one two, more. and we'll okay. hit me and JJ will have one. But you're not taking Robinson in that spot. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's well, way too I'm, obvious. I'm I wish gonna... I had the button. Well, you know what you do, JJ, is you just like send me a message that you want me to hit the button, and I'll cut him off with it. All right. Uh, Deontay Johnson, then. I will take uh, Deontay Johnson here if that's okay. He's been falling on the boards, and he's a player that would be good in this spot, you know, because you don't know if your idiot draft mates are going to let him fall or any other player. So, yeah, I'm cool with it. I think JJ wants the button. Do you want the button? No? no All right, ahead. cool. We'll see All you. right. You got too many rounds left. I will take Deontay Johnson then. After Deontay Johnson went Mike Davis, Dak Prescott, and I'm back on the clock. Gee, I'd like to draft James Robinson here. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. He's fallen far enough, and it's kind of getting unrealistic now. His ADP is more towards the third round. He's not going to fall as far into your drafts, folks. So if you want to take Robinson, you're going to have to take him in the third or fourth round now. Um, that's just a simple fact. People are going to be high on him now. With that injury to the rookie from Clemson there, it's not realistic you're going to get him in this spot. So if he's this far down, you better have to take him. JJ? Go ahead. Yeah, in the sixth round right now, that's an absolute steal. Um, after James Robinson went Justin Herbert, uh, Jamal Williams, and now JJ's back on the clock. Yep, so I kind of went a little running back heavy the first part of this draft, three out of five picks, and it is a three-wide receiver roster, so I'm going to dip back in the receivers. Um, so scrolling down my list, this is somebody that we were uh, talking about in the introduction. Um <laughs> With the Bridgewater news, and I got him in on about all of my fantasy teams. I really believe in the player and the talent. Um, I'd like to take Jerry Judy as my wide receiver three here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm good with it. I'm going to give you guys like three seconds because you both have the magic button. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're most likely to be cut off in mid-time exactly. before you even do it. So. Uh, after Jerry Judy went Kenny Galladay and then at – Aaron Rodgers, and now Joe is on the clock. Okay, like I said, early and often, take the running backs early and accumulate the wide receivers here. So someone with a very low downside, but a very high upside here is Chase Claypool. So if these two guys let me take them, I'd like to take Chase Claypool in the sixth round. I'm fine with that. After Chase Claypool went Devonta Smith, Chase Edmonds, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, then at the turn, Noah Fant, uh, Melvin Gordon, Juju Smith-Schuster, and DJ Chark. Joe is back on the clock. All right, so we are back on the clock, and I am going to look at the big board here. And we are in the seventh round, and this is a good spot to start looking at the QB now that I've got three even spots out. He won a Super Bowl last year, folks, and I take him in a lot of mock drafts. So if the committee allows me, I'd like to take Tom Brady. All right, so Tom Brady in the seventh round. After Tom Brady went Raheem Mostert, Leonard Fournette, and JJ's on the clock. Yeah, I feel uh, pretty 
I don't know. I have a lot of options here. I got three receivers, three running backs. I can really go anyway. A um, couple guys I like that I think can sneak back to me, but I want to get my quarterback. There's a, well, actually, you know what? All the teams behind me have already taken a quarterback. So I'm going to roll the dice here and uh, take a guy that I'm, uh, that I've been pretty high on um, that Joe's been pretty high on. I, Little injury concern here lately, but uh, running back does potential to be a three-down back in a pretty good offense with another rookie starting next to him. So I would like to take Joe's boy, Trey Sermon, here. Oh, I love that pick. It's a good pick. All right, but, I didn't get cut off. Yeah, no. You're right. He's my boy, so I'm, I'm happy with that because you're you know lighting gas under his ass. So. All That's right. Cool. After, after Trey Sermon went Jalen Waddle and then Corton Sutton, uh, the guy I want to take here just got a brand new two year contract by the Panthers. Uh, think he's could be in line for a big workload. I would like to take Robbie Anderson. Well, I don't have a text from JJ, so I, I think you're probably I good to take him. Considered it, I wanted him to make it on the way back, but I feel like one of the other teams will get him anyway. So go ahead. All right. So I took Robbie Anderson after Robbie Anderson with Dallas Goddard. Go Dare. Uh, go Dare. And then Debo Samuel. Can we talk about Dallas Go Dare for a minute? Yeah, is go ahead. anybody else fading on him like I am? Yeah. Ertz is still sticking around. Yeah. It's uh it's one of the most interesting things is gonna be like the kind of dead period before the season. So there's only three preseason games, and there's like seven to ten days before the season starts. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of transactions in there so maybe he'll get traded in there but yeah with earth still there he was still playing he was still running routes like if you're picking this weekend i would fade on him um yeah. evaluate it going further but no this is way too early to take him right now he was getting yeah. taken in this range before um right now don't do it just his, stack your roster in other places his adp went up at the beginning of the offseason when everybody everybody thought zach Ertz was going to be cut or traded and it just never corrected back to where it should be with Zach Ertz still there. Mm-hmm. So I I don't like that pick. I think it's way too early. Um, all right, so back to my pick here. I only have two running backs, so I'm going to look at the running back position, I think, and then throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> this is exactly why I like to get early running backs and stack up on it because this is you're lucky we didn't uh I didn't sabotage that James Robinson pick you I, in trouble. I know. Um <laughs> in my mouth. I, I don't like it. Um I'm gonna go with a rookie who could potentially have a lot of work in his offense. Uh I'm yeah. I'm fading I'm fading on him a little bit due to how the preseason how the preseason running game has been going, but I'm hoping maybe second half of the year they lean on him more. Uh, talk about Jets rookie running back Michael Carter. Um, I'm gonna let you take that bit because I'm getting higher on Ty Johnson. He's looking good at that offense, and he seems to be rolling out with the number ones every week. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think Carter is more of. Maybe a stash for a few weeks. I think he will take over the number one role, um, but I don't think it's going to be right away now. Yeah. All right. Michael Carter is good to go then. After Michael Carter went Ronald Jones, Mike Gesicki, and JJ's on the clock. Yeah, so um, a bit of news we didn't really touch on, but Monday or uh, when the Jaguars played, uh, I think it was Monday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin Jones came out of the game after uh, falling down pretty hard on his shoulder, and uh, turns out he sprained his AC joint. And they think he's going to be back for week one, but um, you also saw LaVisca Chenault have five catches in that game. So I've kind of uh, sang his praises this offseason. I think he's going to be very involved in the offense. He's a dynamic guy that can run. He can catch. Uh, obviously, he can catch, but um, – <laughs> Just a guy I'm high on that I think has a, a lot of upside and an offense that probably is going to have to score some points. So, and I oh, didn't get interrupted. So, <laughs> he's not he's not even waiting for the inter- uh, for us to say it's okay anymore. He just if we don't interrupt, then he's done. Exactly. Uh, after Lavisca Chanel goes Jarvis Landry and then Brandon Cooks and Joe is on the clock. 
All right, so I've got three running backs here. I typically like to go with a fork to keep the depth up, and there is a starter on the field here with the Patriots, so Damian Harris would be a great pick in this spot if I don't get fucked over. So, boys. Yeah, fuck it. And like the <laughs> son of a bitch run is, I am now sabotaged. So satisfying. Yeah, it I is. Said, I go, it's so oh, much fuck, more sanitized. <laughs> yeah, it, it is so it is so satisfying hearing that noise on the screen now. I love that. Yeah. All right, so my ass is going to look away from Harris now because I've got to look elsewhere. So I'm rolling down this board here, and there is someone I'm fairly high on, and I think he's going to look good in the Bills' offense. So Zach Moss. Am I okay to do that? Or yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. All right, Zach Moss here with this pick because I can't take Harris. All right, after Zach Moss went Joe Burrow, Damian Harris, Tyler Boyd, James Conner, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, Trevor Lawrence, and Rob Gronkowski. Joe's right. back on the clock. All right, let's uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that's how you. That's how you don't get savage. Let's put a damn cute dog on the screen. That's that's a. New she plan just for invaded JJ. the room. <laughs> I like the plan there, JJ. All right, so I'm going to draft here um, a wide receiver who I think is really going to be potentially a wide receiver two in the league this year, coming out the preseason work for him. Uh, Corey Davis for the New York Jets. Uh, he's looked great with Zach Wilson, hyper targeted there, and he's a great value this late in the draft. So, if I don't get screwed over again, can I take Corey Davis? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Corey Davis. In the it's, a good get for, it's a good get for a Jets fan. I'll allow it. It is. Uh, Corey Davis and Michael Pittman and then David Johnson. And now JJ's on the clock. Yep, I'm on the clock. I still haven't taken a quarterback or a tight end, so I probably should get after that. And uh, this guy fell pretty far, and it typically is the case, but he's consistently put up numbers the past couple years. So uh, I would like to take Ryan Tannehill. You really don't want him, I don't think so. Select someone else. Naturally. He'll fall again. Watch it happen. Uh, So I don't have a tight end yet either. And, uh, you know, I picked Tyler Higby in a lot of drafts. We've talked about him a lot. But a guy that's kind of been slept on. Um, in Washington, Logan Thomas, he's already shown to have really good rapport with Fitzmagic, and I think he was a top five tight end last year, right? And his numbers are, uh, you know, I think going to be pretty good. So I would like to take Logan Thomas here, who was yeah, part def- of the championship team of mine last year. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, rising a little bit on him after seeing what he did in that one preseason game. Yeah. Uh, after Logan Thomas, wet Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, naturally, you know, because you got Josh Allen, so why not take Ryan Tannehill? And then another guy, Ryan Ryan second quarterback, Matthew Stafford, and I am on the clock. Uh, do, 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 do. I don't know what I want to do. I've already got my quarterback. I've already got my tight end. I can just load up on positional players here for the rest of my draft. I will not be taking another one of either of those. Um. So let's go with upside here, and I will go with. I'm stalling so much here. I will uh, would like to draft Darnell Mooney. Joe. Joe is out of sabotages. But oh, he has mine. but he has yours. Yes. So are we, uh, are we going with it? Yeah, that's why he said Joe. So Again, he's, he's, he's going to get him on the way back, but still satisfying. All right. So let's talk about Mooney a little bit more here too. He's also one of those back end number uh, second year wide receivers that is due for a breakout. And JJ is very high on him too. And thinks he's going to have over a thousand yards in that offense. I told you guys to write it down. If you he, heard. He, he has made the proclamation. So he's someone to target in this range of your draft and not a bad pick. Right, Christian? 
That's right, so, right, Christian? So what I'm going to do here, even though I don't really want to, <laughs> I'm going to take a running back who might have a little bit of standalone value, but if the starter ahead of him gets injured, he'll have a lot of value. I'm going to take A.J. Dillon right here, and you guys can't stop me. So, Tree trunk uh, eyes. After A.J. Dillon with Kenyon Drake, then Robert Tunyon, and then right here, again, since you guys can't stop me, I will be taking Darnell Mooney. Um, <laughs> Just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. So that's my pick. Ron, I after, believe you still have one more sabotage too, right? I do. Uh, after Darnell Mooney with Devin Singletary and Mike Williams, and now J.J.'s on the clock. I'm so sad. I wanted Mike Williams in that range because he's in that fantastic offense with the Chargers, but that sucks. So I still don't have a quarterback, so we're going <laughs> to touch on that position here. Uh, guy with a lot of rushing upside That's I think is going to hold the job down the whole year. I don't foresee the Deshaun Watson trade happening, and his defense is terrible, so I'm going to try and draft Jalen Hurts here. Go ahead. <laughs> Such a pause. Sorry, after, Chris, he's like, he's like, please don't. Yeah. After Jalen Hurts went Malcolm oh, Brown. Good. Oh, and then Team Six takes the first defense in the tenth round. Is that what I'm seeing? Tenth round, Buccaneers. Yeah, Buccaneers defense, yeah. tenth round. All right, and then Joe is on the clock. All right. Well, I mean, you got to take her all high on it, Tyler Higby. Oh, Tyler Higby. I would sabotage that, but I already have a tight end, so I don't care. So, Tyler Higby it is. Uh, after Tyler Higby went Michael Gallup, Ito, oh, Irv Smith. Two more defenses in the Ravens and the 49ers. Ooh, and then my boy, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, Curtis Samuel, Baker Mayfield, another defense with the L.A. Rams, and now Joe's on the clock. Joe, there's a run in defenses. You better get yours, bud. Mm, yeah, I still got a few picks, and I don't pick them this early, so F that. Um, let me talk about Elijah Moore the, a little bit. Uh, there were some analysts talking about him today that predicted him for 1,100 yards as a rookie. That is some big balls to come out with that kind of a proclamation. I would love that, um, but a New York Jets rookie getting 1,100 yards, they are out of their damn minds. I, I what will analyst take is that? Uh, I will get back to you on the name. I don't remember, but I did hear it this morning on – Whose show was it? Pat, Pat, Pat McAfee's show, I believe. Mm. Um, so I, I will get back to you on that. But anyway, let's get back to this draft where I could get screwed in this spot, but I, at least I've got a lot of a death at a lot of positions. Um, so the best available players are giving me defenses, which is bullshit. I am not taking defenses in this spot. Um, so I'm going to go with someone that potentially has upside, and I have been swinging for the fences on him a little bit. Um, if you guys allow me, I'd like to take Trey Lance because I think he's going to have a fantastic fantasy football season, and I like taking him late in drafts now. So my second QB, Trey Lance. I don't That's have to sabotage. You're good. Trey Lance it is. After Trey Lance with Naheem Hines, the Steelers defense, and now JJ's on the clock. Yep, so I'm on the clock. A um, couple of guys I like here. Um Usually this is a range where I look at, you know, some of the handcuffs. You got Gus Edwards there, Tony Pollard. Um, not Latavius Murray anymore, in my opinion. So I'm going to look at the uh, receiver position. Um, I took this guy in the last draft we did, and I think he's being slept on a little bit because he hasn't been around. But Traquan Smith and Jameis Winston worked out a lot together this offseason. They did a lot of stuff off campus. Um, he's a good deep threat, which fits James's game. So I, I really think he could breach a thousand yards. I know Marquez Callaway is kind of coming on and, but I, I just think this guy has uh potential when he sneaks back in the lineup. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, after Traquan Smith went Henry Ruggs, the Browns defense, and then I am on the clock. And, uh, my first pick in this spot will be Marvin Jones. I know he's, got that shoulder injury, but I still feel like he will be as long as he stays healthy, he will be the one in this offense. And as my fourth, fifth wide receiver, uh, I'll take the upside after Marvin Jones went to Washington football defense, McCall Hardman. And another guy I really like this year, um, 
make sure I don't have his teammate. I don't. Um, Russell Gage. Uh, there is a lot of targets that were vacated in that offense. I don't believe they all go to Kyle Pitts. And uh, Russell Gage showed when Jul- Julio Julio was out of the offense. Julio. When Julio was out of the offense, Russell Gage stepped up and actually played very well. So I think he's a sneaky upside player that I'm going to take right here. Uh, after Russell Gage went Tony Pollard, Gus Edwards, and now JJ is on the clock. Yep, so I waited and was forced to wait on quarterback. So, um, you know, I, I'd like to take another guy here, and it's another guy with rushing upside, probably the fastest quarterback in the NFL. Stop and it. And he happens don't, to be in Chicago. Just don't, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You know he's not the fastest quarterback in the NFL. Who, the Murray and Jackson. I don't remember what Murray's – 40 time was, but Jackson I'm, I'm, he may be faster than Murray, but Jackson is faster than that guy. Trust me. Trust me. All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I'd like to grab uh, Justin Fields here as he will inevitably start at some point in the season when Matt Nagy gets his head out of his ass. Literally every other quarterback, rookie quarterback has gotten reps with the ones except Justin Fields. So leave it to my team. Screw it up. Look at Aaron or, uh, Andy Dalton is just going to get thrown to the Wolves week one when they play the Rams defense. And then Justin Fields will be out there after that. (laughs) They just don't want Justin Fields getting wadded by Aaron Donald in his first NFL Rams. The Rams did lose (laughs) their defensive coordinator. So I know they're uh, highly. Wait, do they still have uh, Aaron Donald? He's around. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I wouldn't (laughs) want to start my rookie against that. Um, after Justin Fields, Philip Lindsay, Johnu Smith, and Joe is on the clock. Boys, there's a number one wide receiver still this late hanging around that everyone completely forgot about and has been rising up draft boards. How, oh, yeah? how, how have neither one of you remembered him until Ron sabotages me here for this because it's pretty genius? But Jacoby Myers, man. Well, Ron knows I'm a genius, so he decides to sabotage me there. Jacoby Myers isn't even on the sleeper list right here. I actually had to put him in the search bar here. No, so, I, he's no, he's he's not very high on it. Scroll right down it. It takes quite a while to get to him. Yeah, no, he is on that list. I just looked over him. Anyway, yeah, so I am just not like taking everybody else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I am not taking Jacoby Myers with that spot, so I'm going to have to look elsewhere. At least all the sabotages are fucking gone now so I can breathe a little bit easier. I am. I just need to pause and say how disgusted I am with myself for taking Traquan Smith instead of Jacoby Myers. Ooh, yeah, well, I absolutely right. overlooked him. I definitely, If I could go back, I'd definitely swap those picks. I, I'm glad you've admitted that to yourself, and I wish I could circle it and take him here, but I cannot – so let's go to best overall players, and I am a little bit flustered, and this typically doesn't happen to me in dress, especially this late, and I want to take someone with value. Uh, yeah, no shit. Um, so I think I'm going to go with – damn it, I don't even take Troutman in this spot because he got hurt now too, and he's someone I would take potentially this late. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Amon St. Brown from Detroit. He could potentially still be the number one wide receiver there with Detroit. That <laughs> offense sucks ass, but you're taking a late hit on him too. So Amon St. Brown from Detroit. All right. After St. Brown went T.Y. Hilton, the Colts defense, Rashad Bateman, Hunter Henry, Deshaun Watson, Evan Ingram, Cole Beasley, Matt Ryan, and Joe is on the clock where he's going to select Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Man, it's like you could just read my mind. So, Jacoby Myers is Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jacoby Myers went J.D. McKissick and Devontae Parker, and now J.J. is on the clock. Yeah. um, So, this guy kind of fell a little bit here in the draft. I haven't taken a running back in a while, but the reports on DeAndre Swift have not been good lately, and there's concern about his groin injury and those – Soft tissue injuries can nag you, and he's had his injury concerns. So I'm going to go with uh, Jamal Williams here, who I think is somewhat of a higher-end handcuff who could get a decent amount of work this year. 
This is an excellent pick here, too, because DeAndre Swift is talked about as potentially not being ready for week one by the coaching staff there, too. And if Jamal Williams comes out the door and looks like a boss, he may take the job from him. So that is a very excellent pick this late in the draft. Thank you. Kudos. Had to make up for the pick on Smith one. Right. After Jamal Williams went to Bills defense, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, And uh, I'm going to go ahead and – I'm going to draft this guy off a one catch I saw in preseason. Uh, he was drafted as a, high wide, as a high wide receiver. Uh, I don't necessarily super like the offense he plays in, but if he could be hyper-targeted by Jalen Hurts, then Jalen Rager could be a very good pickup at this point in the draft. Oh, God. This, there's another wide receiver I would have considered taking over Jalen Rager. Well, there's a couple of them I could have. I mean, there's Rondale Moore, Terrence Marshall. I'm talking about on the same okay. damn team there, Ron. JJ, what's his name? For for what team? Oh, the Quez Eagles. Watkins? Yeah, Quez Watkins over him. I he could he could be something, but he's got a lot more upside than fucking Jalen Rager in that spot. Like, I feel like on. the upside is exactly the same. Absolutely not. Yeah. Rager's not gonna do shit. Did you see the catch though? Yeah, one catch. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Uh, after for my last positional pick, if he doesn't come out and get targeted week one, he's gone. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Rondale Moore, and then I'm back on the clock. Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh yeah, I do need a defense. Shh. I mean, is this you know the last saying? pick? There's another round after this one. Oh, is there? Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a 15th. Oh, all right, cool. Um, so yeah, Emmanuel Sanders has been dealing with an injury an ankle injury for like most of the off season, I guess. And it's just been kind of flying under the radar. So I'm going to take Gabe Davis. Uh, a lot of people were really high on him before the Emmanuel Sanders signing. I think he can come in and be a really good solid number two for this high off or high powered bills offense. Uh, so I'm going to take Gabe Davis here. After Gabe Davis went Austin Hooper, Adam Troutman, and then JJ's on the clock. Yeah, so speaking of Saints and buying into preseason hype, um, <laughs> there was a guy that put on a show Monday night, and I already wasted a pick on Traquan Smith. So why not invest in the other guy that could potentially break out in that offense? So uh, I'm going to take Marquez Callaway here, who uh, seems to be an early favorite of James Winston. Yeah, so, I mean, either way, you're getting a number one wide receiver, even though you yeah. picked the wrong one originally. So. Well, I mean <laughs> – Week one, he could figure out which one is gets targeted more and drop the other one. Like, all right, so, after Marquez Callaway goes Zach Ertz and then Tua Tunga Viola, and now Joe is on the clock. Okay, so this guy has absolutely been the darling of the preseason, and with his teammate getting traded, his value goes up. Should there be an injury to the New England Patriots, Stevenson is going to be a boss back there. Um, so with my last pick before defense, I pick Stevenson. What's his first name? Ramondre. Ramondre. No, I knew it. I wanted Joe oh. to say it. <laughs> nah, now you'll never know if I didn't know it. <laughs> right, Ramondre Ma- Stevenson. After Ramondre Stevenson went Latavius Murray, Chuba Hubbard, Alexander Madison, Kenneth Gainwell, Devontae Booker, Zach Wilson, Terrence Marshall, Giovanni Bernard, and Joe is on the clock for his defense. Let's hit the trifecta and make Ryan happy because he's not here. I am taking the Patriots defense. It's going to be fucking excellent, and that's what I'm going with. Are you going to pay $15 for it? or Not like him, no. After uh, the Patriots defense went A.J. Green, Jared Cook, and now J.J. for his defense. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a defense here, obviously. Uh, I like the Broncos a lot, and I like them a lot in DFS. Sorry, Ron. Week one versus the Giants. So um, I think they're going to be nasty. Their corners are nasty. They have a pass rush. Uh, they got a Pro Bowl safety. I think they should be turnover machine there. All right. After the Broncos defense went Tevin Coleman, then Brian Edwards. And now I'm on the clock for my defensive pick. Uh, I'm going to pick a team that I was really high on last year with their defense, and then a lot of injuries kind of derailed them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers defense. I really feel like they can actually be something good. They have good players all over the field. They just got to stay healthy. So the Chargers defense is my pick. 
You like that? You like that pick because you've been listening to me and I'm high on the Chargers defense. No. No Um, no comment? No, because that's not true. Uh, And Sammy Watkins was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, Mr. Relevant on JJ's team that he already fucking dropped him. Smartest move of the whole offseason so far. Good job, JJ. I bought into the early hype out of camp of his rapport with Lamar Jackson, but he already got hurt, so I'm just I'm not going down that path. So All right, okay. Joe. Quick quick take about your team. Go ahead. All right, so now we're gonna be running down our teams, right? So I'm gonna have to scan right back into my phone real quick. All right, quick just Quick tips, Aaron Jones, first round, Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen, Darrell Henderson, so heavy on running backs early and often, what I always do. T. Higgins, much upside. Um, I'm rising on him, which I never thought I would. Chase Claypool, uh, very high upside with the Steelers. Uh, could bust. We'll see. I don't think he will. Uh, Tom Brady, Zach Moss, Corey Davis, uh, which would be replacing uh, Chase Claypool should he not play well this year, but I don't think that'll be the case. Uh a garbage time fantasy football favorite tight end, Tyler Higby, Trey Lance, who is rising up boards too, Amon St. Brown, uh, Jacoby Myers, who JJ foolishly missed on, Ramondre Stevenson, my team's starting to look like Ryan's, the New England Patriots, to end my roster. All right, what's your favorite pick? Jacoby Myers. That's my favorite pick of this draft. I, I would like, I would have to agree with your team. Uh, JJ, go ahead. Yeah. My, my team's on the screen, so if you're listening to it, then you can go watch it on YouTube. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, my team's pretty balanced, I think. I got In the first six rounds, I had three running backs, Elliott, Montgomery, and Gaskin, and then I had three receivers, Ridley, Ayuk, and Judy. Stop the I'm show. Sorry. We don't have time I'm for sorry. that. I just wanted to hit that. <laughs> so, um, it, it's not bad. I Maybe a little too high on Gaskin in the fourth. I, I, if I could go back, I may have taken one of the Rams receivers, um, and then I didn't like my Traquan Smith pick. But uh, other than that, I think uh, the top half of my team is pretty strong. But we should we should have hit the sabotage button when you did the Traquan Smith pick. <laughs> should have. Uh, what was your favorite pick? Again, I Montgomery in the third. I think is just, in my opinion, it's just a steal to me. Some of the other guys going for him, I just. All right, and I was taken from the 11th spot. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris, C.D. Lamb, Kyler Murray, Deontay Johnson, James Robinson, Robbie Anderson, Michael Carter, A.J. Dillon, uh, Darnell Mooney, Marvin Jones, Russell Gage, Jalen Rager, Gabe Davis, and Chargers defense rounding out my team. Uh, I found out fast that I really don't like drafting from the spot. I want to be in the top five picks or I don't want to play. <laughs> I will take my ball and go home. Uh, my running backs being Najee Harris, James Robinson, Michael Carter, and AJ Dillon. It's either not, it's either Najee Harris hits or I'm screwed. screwed. Yeah. That's just uh, part of the, uh, the gift and the curse of taking Travis Kelsey. You really yeah. got to figure out well, how to build the rest of your team. I mean, true. It, it wouldn't have been much different had I taken – not if I had I taken a running back there, the only other one I would have been able to get would have been Austin Eckler. So I, I think he's less Najee I, Harris is less likely to bust, I think, than Austin Eckler, though. So I think you went with the right pick there. Um I think Austin Eckler has more potential this year and a higher ceiling, but Najee is gonna be more consistent. Here's my takeaway from drafting from the eleventh. I know a lot of people have been doing uh that's where they've been taking Travis Kelsey. They have been uh, saying, you know, the positional advantage, which he does bring. But I think in hindsight, I would have taken Devontae Adams in this situation. He was still available. I could have still gotten Najee at the turn. And then round three, I would have, well, depending, I could have possibly gotten Darren Waller if he would have fallen a little bit more. Or I could have just faded the whole thing and started with Devontae Adams, Najee Harris, and CeeDee Lamb, which would have been, I believe, a better start than Travis Kelsey, Najee Harris, and CeeDee Lamb. What would you do to the players that would have been in the 11th spot and ended up with, say, Travis Kelsey and then Devontae Adams staring him in the face, which could have been a very high potential? You mean if Travis – so if I took Travis Kelsey at 11 and then Devontae Adams was there on the turn for me? Yep. 
I probably would have taken Devontae Adams and ended up going a zero RB strategy, which I hate. I really, <laughs> especially this year. There's some years where it's okay because, you know, there's more depth, but it dries up quick this year. I, yeah. I've, I know I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, but get your running backs. Joe, you, you're the same way. Get those running backs early. It's it is interesting though because closer to the season when these running backs start getting hurt, you're able to implement that zero running back strategy a little bit better because there's a much more open field of running backs where you know who the starters are usually um, because people go down, there's people in those spots and it's easier to do. Um, I still would never do it. I don't have the balls to do it. If you do and you win your league, kudos to you, but not doing it. Yeah. All right. So this has been another. World famous sabotage mock draft. I'm calling it now. It's world famous, or at least it will be. Uh, I believe we have the best mock drafts of anyone in the industry. Uh, just because we do. Uh, make sure you go check us out at our website, www.garbagetimeff.com. You can see everywhere we are listed, or our podcast is available iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, tune, tune in radio soon to be the fictional planet Pandora. Um, go check us out on all those follow, like subscribe everywhere you can subscribe on YouTube at garbage time, fantasy football, hit the bell icon. So, you know, when we're putting out new content every once in a while, some of us go do stupid little three minute videos arguing about each other from dungeons. But so you want to know when those come out, Hit that bell icon. Uh, Simplecast, we're there too. Uh, make sure you check out our sister podcast, Garbage Time Presents The MMA Podcast. Ryan has been super busy. I know we like to make fun, but he did have some serious house issues there that he had to deal with. Uh, so hopefully, and is still get, dealing with. And is still dealing with. So hopefully, they can get that fixed up and they can get some more content. Uh, we'll be back. Next week, where we will be doing our top 10 tight ends, updated rankings, and we will be doing another sabotage mock draft. Absolutely, because these things are so fun. And hopefully we can get all four of us, and hopefully we can get all four of us to have the button. So <laughs> that'll make way more fun. I want that button. I want that, I want, button. I want that oh, button, JJ says. Don't worry, you're going to have that button. Get us out of here. All right. Button. Remember, like and subscribe, hit that bell. See you next time.